Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello, and welcome to January 1, Day 1 of the Through the Bible in a Year series of the PC Speaking Podcast. I'm so happy to have you along. I'm excited to uh, go on this journey with you, and I hope that you're still here uh, 360-some-odd days from now. Really looking forward to getting through this. Um, I guess I'll open with a bit of explanation of the reading program. This podcast will be a little different each day as we do it, but we'll start with a little explanation of the reading program. Um, The way it works is Monday through Friday, we have reading from the Old Testament and the New Testament, and people wonder sometimes, why don't you just go straight through? Well, what we do with an Old Testament reading and a New Testament reading is we balance out judgment and grace because sometimes when we read nothing but the old testament we get a little bit judgy and then if we read nothing but the new testament we kind of tend to forget judgment so that's something believers tend to struggle with and that's why we're doing readings from the old and the new testament to balance out judgment and grace and then on saturday we had a reading from the psalms from the proverbs uh we have a reading from the Proverbs to reflect on some wisdom as it is a book of wisdom. Gives us something to think about from the past week, maybe some application we can make from the upcoming week. And we also have a reading from the Psalms, which is a storehouse of human experience. And the Psalms, it's like a giant hymnal. It's a worship book. And that helps prepare us to come together on Sunday for worship. And then Each Sunday, what we have is a memory verse. And as we come together on Sunday, and the podcast will include this as well, but we come together to worship in person on Sunday, or um, if you're part of the podcast, it will be, the message will be centered around that passage of the memory verse. So hopefully that gives you some explanation. Uh, We'll be sure to uh, make a link available. Check the description for the download of the supplemental book that goes along with the podcast for the reading program. Well, we'll start with a bit of an overview. Uh, The passages that we will be reading today are Genesis chapter 1 through 3 and Matthew chapter 1. Now, the focus of this program is not so much for me to just tell you about the Bible, but to help you with some insight, maybe give you some things to think about as part of your daily reading. It's really intended to get you to just saturate yourself in the scripture. And, you know, I'll give you a couple questions at the end of the podcast to kind of help you with that, give you some thoughts for the day. And I'm sure that format of this podcast will change a bit over time. It's a bit free-flowing. We're not too rigid about it. And again, I'll mention the supplemental book that goes along with the reading program. It contains an introduction to each book as we come to it. So Genesis chapters 1 through 3 and Matthew chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1, we see God speak creation into existence. And of course, there's a lot that could be said about that. Um, But that ultimately culminates in the creation of humanity. 
Adam and Eve created in the image of God. And, you know, we're all created in the image of God. That means a lot of things. It gives value to every individual person ever. And in the garden, things go well for a little while. We don't really know how long Adam and Eve uh, were in the garden before things went bad. But in Genesis chapter 3, we encounter the painful reality of humanity's rebellion against God. God said, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but Adam and Eve did. And then sin and death entered the world, and mankind is expelled from the garden. And we've had to live with the consequences of that ever since. We all inherit us in nature. Sin affects every aspect of our lives. It causes psychological struggles, uh, physical relationship problems, all those things. But God didn't just leave us there. He ultimately promises a savior who will be wounded for our transgressions, but will crush the head of the serpent. And then we move on into the New Testament, the first book, first chapter of the New Testament, Matthew chapter one, where we will find the genealogy and birth of our savior, Jesus Christ, who is the fulfillment of of the promise God made all the way back in the book of Genesis. Um, there's a lot of genealogies in scripture, and I'm sure if nothing else, you'll have uh, a fun time getting a chuckle listening to me try to pronounce all of those names as we read. Um, but, you know, we it's through Jesus that God bridges the gap between himself and humanity that was created in Genesis chapter 3. Jesus is the embodiment of hope, healing, and a restored relationship with God. And as we read these passages today, even though they are thousands of years apart, there's a distinct and visible continuity between them in that we see the fall of man, sin, death, end of the world, God makes a promise of a savior. And then in Matthew, we see the fulfillment of that promise in the genealogy and birth of Jesus. And it's in him that our hope rests. So let's go ahead and read. We're going to read from Genesis chapter one through three, and then we're going to turn over to the New Testament. And we are going to read Matthew chapter one, and then we'll come back and I'll give you just some very brief thoughts and a couple of questions to meditate on for the day. So beginning in Genesis chapter one, verse one, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day. In the darkness, he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the expanse and separated the waters which were under the expanse from the waters which were above the expanse. And it was so God called the expanse heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so God called the dry land earth and the gathering together the waters he called seas. Then God saw that it was good. 
Then God said, let the earth produce vegetation, plants yielding fruit, seed, trees on earth yielding fruit after their kind with seed in them. And it was so. The earth produced vegetation, plants yielding seed after their kind, and trees yielding fruit with seed in them after their kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be signs to indicate seasons and days and years. Let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Then God sent them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. Then God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures and let the birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters swarmed according to their kind and every winged bird according to his kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things, the beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. So God made the beasts of the earth according to their kind, and the livestock according to their kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Then God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree which has fruit yielding seed, it shall be food for you, to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth which has the breath of life in it. I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Chapter 2. So the heavens and the earth and all their hosts were finished. On the seventh day, God completed his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he had rested from all his work which he had created and made, Adam and Eve. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the heavens and the earth, no shrub of the field was on the earth, and no plant of the field had yet sprouted, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to cultivate the ground. But a mist arose from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being." The Lord God planted a garden in the east in Eden, where he placed the man whom he had formed. Out of the ground, the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. 
The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, along with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four rivers. The name of the first was Pishon. It encompasses the whole land of Havla, where there is gold. The gold of that land is good. Bedlam and onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It encompasses the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Tigris. It goes toward the east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to till it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you may not eat, or you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat from it you will surely die. Then the Lord God said, It's not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the sky and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the livestock, to the birds of the sky, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper suitable for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from men, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. Then Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman." for she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man will leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they will become one flesh. They were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Chapter 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, As God said, you shall not eat of any tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit from the trees of the garden. But from the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You will not eat of it, nor will you touch it, or else you will die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die, for God knows that on the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasing to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. The Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard your voice in the garden and was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What have you done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all livestock and above every beast of the field. You will go on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise your head, and you will bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth, and in pain you will bring forth children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. 
And to Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground on account of you. In hard labor, you will eat of it. All the days of your life, thorns and thistles, it will bring forth for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face, you will eat bread until you return to the ground. Because out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you will return. The man called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. The Lord God made garments of skins for both Adam and his wife and clothed them. The Lord God said, The man has become one like one of us, knowing good and evil, and now he might reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. He drove the man out, and at the east of the Garden, Eden, he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword which turned in every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. Over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez, the father of Hezron, and Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amidadab, and Amidadab, the father of Nashon, and Nashon, the father of Solomon, and Solomon was the father of Boaz by Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed, the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King or David the king. David the king was the father of Solomon, by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam, father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, Joram the father of Uzziah, Uzziah was the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Ammon, and Ammon the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jeconiah and his brothers about the time they were exiled to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Sheetiel, Sheetiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel was the father of Abuid, Abuid the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor was the father of Zadok, Zadok, the father of Achim, and Achim, the father of Eliad. Eliad, the father of Eleazar, Eleazar, the father of Methan, and Methan, the father of Jacob. And Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the exile to Babylon are 14 generations. And from the exile in Babylon to Christ are 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ happened this way. After his mother Mary was engaged to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child by the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, had in mind to divorce her privately. But while he thought on these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for he who is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 
Now, all this occurred to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet, saying, A virgin shall be with child, and will bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is interpreted God with us. Then Joseph, being awakened from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and remained with his wife, and did not know her until she had given birth to her firstborn son, and called his name Jesus. Well, that's our reading for today, and I'll, I'll leave you with just a brief thought, a couple of questions for you to meditate on and contemplate that will hopefully draw you closer to the Lord and help you live your life for Him. Well, the creation account in Genesis shows us God's intention for perfect fellowship between you know people and Himself, and however, we read about humanity's disobedience in Genesis chapter 3, which broke that fellowship. And, you know, the tension between God's goodness and the human responsibility to honor and obey him is very apparent today. In what ways do you see the consequences of human disobedience affecting the world today? Um, something to, to contemplate, something to meditate on. And then in Matthew chapter 1, um, as we worked our way through the genealogy of Jesus and his birth, those things reveal the fulfillment of God's promise, um, promises that he made throughout the Old Testament. And Jesus is the culmination of God's plan for salvation. And his birth is a testament to God's faithfulness. So how does understanding the genealogy of Jesus strengthen your faith in God's faithfulness to his promises? Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums start beating, my soul will keep on singing.